0: Hi, it's 16th of January 2013, this is Northology, I'm Nathan Ray and today I'm talking to Manuel DaCosta. Hello, hi Nathan. Um, yeah, so thanks for your feedback again from the, uh, the other episodes of uh, Northology. Uh, and thanks for your feedback about the calendar as well um, of the on the events page. Um, the service I'm using is one called Keep and Share, some people have asked if they can subscribe to it as a... As a a Google Docs or an, an iCal Doc. Uh, yes, I'm going to be sorting that out in the future. Um, take a look there. It's it's already um, it's all up to date now in the new year. Um, just a bit of news for me. I had a, I'm sure you'll know I've had a, a, a new baby for Christmas. Well, just uh, in, in October and it's been nice having a Christmas with a new baby again. Uh, unfortunately, I got a very bad chest infection and um, and then sinusitis after Christmas, which is why I've been offline a bit more and this first episode of Northology is a bit late in the new year, but um, here we are. We're in uh, North T Power in the northern quarter, and today I'm going to be talking to Manuel about Lean Startup conference in Manchester later this year. Yes, so we'll be talking about that. So uh, Manuel, give us a bit of background. Where, uh, who, who are you? Where are you from? And uh, what are you doing in Manchester? You don't look like a local lad.
1: No, I don't. I've got a tan. (laughs) And an accent. And an accent, yeah. So basically, uh, I'm from India, half Portuguese, half Indian. Um, I moved to Manchester about four years ago. I got involved in startups uh, mainly because I was doing uh, consulting, marketing consulting, uh, SEO, UX, that kind of things. I've I've been involved with a startup helping consulting and seeing that fail big time. I came across Lean and it was, a mo- it was like an ep- epiphany, where I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, and it seemed like a lot of common sense. Uh, since then, I set up the Lean Startup Group in Manchester, uh, got involved with uh, the scene over here, met a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, and it's been quite exciting because seeing the scene in Manchester grow uh, from a really small community to a lot more people, at the arrival of Tech Hub, etc., so yeah, that's quite exciting and now we're planning something bigger and better, which is um, the Lean Conf 2013,
0: which we're definitely gonna to come to in a few minutes. But just go back over your answer there, just unpack that. You say you came to, came to the UK from Portugal. What actually brought I mean, you here, uh, from India? Yeah. You said you are half Portuguese?
1: Yeah.
0: Was that confusing? <laughs> yeah, sorry, so you were living in India, but you're half Portuguese. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
1: I yeah, yeah. So um, I came over here, well, uh, just to move, really. It was the music that brought me to Manchester. The music, so yeah, that was it. All
0: right, okay. Well, that's a good enough reason to come to uh, uh, Manchester, isn't it? And, um, and uh, so this this company that you're involved in, this consulting company, you said
1: it, it failed. Did it fail because of the business processes, was it right? Or what do you mean? Obviously, it wasn't my consulting company that failed. It was more like the, the, the client that I was involved with their startup that I was working with, they had uh, their key value propositions that they thought their product was really great. And with Lean, it's always about speaking to your customers, finding out from your customers what they want.
0: Yes, so that's what I was asking. So did you, was this, aha, this epiphany moment when you looked into Lean, was it because this other startup had failed because it was running too slow and, it, uh, and too heavy.
1: Exactly, their the, the whole value proposition failed. The first point of contact with our customer when they said we offer so and so, now I'm not gonna go into details and name the company, uh, but basically when they said we offer this, uh, the customers, and this was a unanimous sort of like response they got, was that we don't need that or we don't do it that way. And I think that was the point where we thought, hang on, we use it. we've wasted about six, seven months of the developer's time and, you know, trying to get everything right, everything perfect, and it just flatlined, really. So, um, and last I heard it wasn't even going anywhere. But, yeah, that, that was it. So, coming across Lean was like this moment where I thought, hang on, this is common sense as well as something groundbreaking, if anything. So, so when you came across Lee, did you, did you read the
0: book or did you, was it you following block? blog? How did you first uh, discover the, the business process there?
1: I think it was uh, through a video on YouTube that I came across. Uh, I think it was Eric Ries speaking about the Lean Startup. And then I did further research and I came across the business model canvas and then just kept digging deeper and deeper to understand a lot more and absorb everything really. Yeah, and so when you, when we talk about the uh, lean process or the lean startup
0: movement and things, you just go over. I mean, we we do have quite a technical and business savvy uh, um, thing, but can you just go over wh- what that actually means when you when you say um, lean? And does it just apply to tech, or does it can it apply to all sorts of companies?
1: So so the lean applies to everything. Uh, yeah, we talk about it from a tech point of view because yeah, a of, there are a lot of tech companies that failed, and Eric Reese is from a tech background, that kind of thing. Uh, but lean essentially is. Uh, getting constant feedback from your customers, uh, knowing what they want and building exactly what they want. It, you know, so, for example, if you have an idea, so everyone starts with this idea and they think it's like the best thing since sliced bread. Uh, and what they do is then they go and build, 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 and then they release it to and then uh, to, to the surprise where no one wants to buy it or sales are slow or people want something else. So the feedback loop is very long and there's a lot of work in between the idea and the first bit of feedback. It, feed, yeah, so if they're not Lean, then the feedback loop is really, really long. With Lean, that, that feedback loop is really short and constant. It's a constant cycle, build, measure, learn, where you're trying to um, build something uh, based on feedback you've received and then measure what the response is, and then iterate c- uh, continuously, if I could be. That's the point of it. Um, yeah. So, so how have you applied this to your consultancy and your uh, and your own projects and things? Okay, so uh, the startup that I run is called Bridebook. Uh, we, um, well, I am the founder of that, the sole founder of that, and um, basically. The problem that I'm trying to solve is something which already exists in the market right now in the sense that uh, getting good leads to wedding businesses. Um, with um, Bridebook, I made sure that I constantly sp- like did cost- something called customer development, which is interviewing your customers and understanding their, their pain points without actually offering the solution. And this is what I did uh, quite uh, frequently and uh, constantly so I could then develop the first version of the product. And and so just going into your
0: startup because uh, you are an entrepreneur uh, at the moment, and you're also get, getting into a bit developing, developing the website as well and
1: necessity,
0: out of necessity. Yeah. So um, so just tell people about the product. So Bridebook, who goes on there to begin with? Is it is it the brides? Is it is
1: it uh, wedding organisers? Or is it? So it's a twofold product. So brides go on there to uh, plan their wedding. It's a wedding planning app, uh, and on the other side, it's also a place where businesses can sign up and they can um, show themselves to brides. The difference is uh, we're adding relevant searching into the matter, so like um, the brides will only ever see businesses relevant to themselves, and they can shortlist businesses which are re- relevant to them. That way, when the business does get the lead, it's always a highly qualified lead, and out of, actions, uh, out of the bride's actions rather than anyone else influencing it.
0: So you're not going to show them a photographer for their wedding day on the 25th of July if, the, if that photographer's already booked up on the 25th of
1: July. Exactly, and also the budget con- uh, constraints. So if the, the, the bride has a budget of only £500 pounds for a photographer, we're not going to show her someone uh, who charges £2,000. Pounds. And that way, when the photographer gets the lead, it's, it's uh, much more relevant to them as well. So it's a twofold, um, it's a marketplace effectively. So the so the bride, what does the bride get out of this? Oh, they so they get the wedding planning tools as well. Then is that right to use? Yeah, and also the relevancy that they don't have to then um, fish through loads of uh, resources like Google or directories to get the, the results. The results. I'm, I come from this from the other side. As a few years ago, I
0: used to do wedding videos, and uh, to find uh, to find people, everybody. Well, back when I was doing wedding videos, um, HD not not everybody had an HD camera in their pocket, uh, but everybody had an uncle or a, or a cousin who had a camera, and would be more than happy just for them to come along. So, uh, but I saw the market develop from from being quite low to being almost saturated. Every Every young guy coming out of university or field school would buy a camera and set themselves up as a wedding uh, videographer kind of thing. and It it got quite hard to find uh, leads there. So um, I would have killed for something like Bridebook back there where I can actually say, you know, I am actually a full professional here and charge a decent amount of money.
1: Okay. Well, that sounds
0: good. So, yeah, I don't do wedding videos at all anymore, so anyone listening to this, if you're getting married, uh, don't call me for a wedding video. I'm I'm not interested. He's not on Bridebook either, so yeah, there we go. I'm not on Bridebook either. Um, so, yeah, I can see. I can see. The, oh, and also when I did that, the only way to get people was to sign up for one of these directory services and pay quite a lot of money to, to be ranked first or go to a wedding fair, which could be, you know, like £500 pounds, and you might only get a few leads out of the wedding fair. And there'd be three other photographers and videographers there. And it is an expensive expensive industry to get into and get the exposure.
1: Yeah, that is exactly the problem we're trying to solve. Because there's a lot of money wasted, if anything, on uh, avenues that don't actually generate uh, enough leads or uh, revenue. So we're trying to solve that problem where it's a hassle-free process for both parties, really.
0: And with the photographers, it is basically the bad old days of uh, search where the more you pay, the higher you rank in the, in the ratings. So I'm, I'm really glad that uh, Bridebook can do something to democratize that. So, so you launched the project, was it last year?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was about April last year. And um, it was a, a, what we call an MVP, a minimum viable product, which was basically just um, you know, the bare-bones version, enough to learn from. And, and what did you learn from it? Okay, so basically, uh, we thought of a feature that we, which wasn't implemented uh, on the bride side of things, where we wanted to get brides inviting their family and friends to help plan the wedding, and we then kept and measured and seen. Uh, so the feature wasn't built. We wanted to see whether people were actually clicking on it, requesting it if it wasn't there, uh, and we saw that no one, no one actually clicked on it. And another basic feature of uh, which brides always want, uh, which we thought brides wanted, was a seating planner. The seating planner would take at least two or three weeks of development time to to put out there. And make look beautiful and everything. Yeah, exactly. And we found that everyone requested that so we knew, con- like contrasting those two features, we knew which one to build and which one not to build. Uh, we also learned what uh, businesses uh, were looking for in the, in the sense, what they thought about the matching and also um, how they wanted to manage their business through Bridebook as well. So quite a lot of feedback and now taking that to build uh, or yeah, rebuild the decide to make it look a bit more prettier, more functional, and add the missing features in
0: there as well. Uh, it also sounded like, uh, I don't know what, what you want to go into, but you also had a minimum
1: viable um, developer working
0: for you as well. Is that
1: right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I did take on someone to uh, do the technical side of things. It didn't work out. I'm not going to go into it. but No, no, only joking. Yeah, but that, that's what happened. So right now, basically, I'm teaching myself Ruby on Rails to redevelop the site myself at least, you know, and get it up to a standard that people will use and like. And you're using the lean method, the
0: methodology, I can't say the word, uh, methodology, methodology, that's the one, yeah, uh, you'd think I could speak, um, to, to, to move on. So you're taking those lessons that you planned last time, and now you're just building the bare-bone structure rails from the ground up now.
1: So um, the, the, the next step I'm building is a, is a product that people will use and repeatedly use. That's my next uh, focus. People have said, why don't you just... You know, build the bare bones again, but that's not the point. I've already learned that. I need to now take it and implement that to build the next version of the product which is much better um, and for the user so that they repeatedly log back in to keep using the site. And from now on are you going to concentrate more on the bride side or the business side or are you going to try and keep it even between the two? So for me, from a development point of view, I need to get the bride side up and running first uh, and then once that's up and running, uh, the, the Business side of things. I suppose you can populate populate it with um, businesses
0: before you have the you know links to the businesses before you work out the relationship. But you can't populate it with f- fake brides, can you? Don't give away our secrets. Okay then. So um, so uh, yes, yeah, so a bride book is not a, a book where you go and choose your bride. It's a, it's a, it's a book that brides use to plan their ideal wedding. Yeah, that's tiebrides.com. Tiebrides.com. Okay, uh, th- that sounds a re- really good idea. So so you so you've obviously used the uh, the lean approach w- with your own business what, what are some of the other um, parts of the lean approach it can't just be can't just be getting feedback from your customers that can't be the whole thing can it,
1: it uh, feedback is at the core of lean because a- everything that you do everything that you um, take from from the set, from idea to uh, to implementation is about the feedback and it's not just feedback as to what people are saying but what people are doing um, if, they, if you think that you're trying to solve a pain, does that pain actually exist? How do you know? What's, what does their daily life look like? And where does that pain come in? So it's basically understanding all that and taking your ego and your own sort of sense of that your idea is the best thing out of it altogether, because it might not be. And you have to be prepared for that. So this, but this goes against the, um, the Steve Jobs fallacy
0: where he, he comes up with the product and, and then keeps it absolutely secret and puts it on the market and says, this is what everybody wants, isn't it? You know, so is that? It, it, surely you're wrong if Apple,
1: one of the biggest companies in the world, doesn't do it like that at all. How many Apples are there? So there's one Apple, there's one Google, and there's one Facebook, and then there's every other, thousands of other startups, and how many of them have failed trying to emulate Apple? Apple have the budget to fail. Lean is basically trying to move fast and move uh, with that feedback that you're getting so your, your chances of success are better. If you want to, you know, you, you can go against Lean and just build and build and build. You might be successful or you might not be. But in, a, in, a, in an age where you, where you have limited resources and possibly even limited money with no funding, etc., you want to move fast and you want to implement things fast and get things up there fast. Speed, yeah, and then this is what, this is where
0: the MVP, the minimum viable product, comes from. You want to concentrate on the minimum which you can
1: get out the door and uh, get feedback from. Exactly, which you can learn from. So an MVP, you can have a simple MVP where you can test whether users can sign up to the site. So Dropbox did that before their infrastructure, before their, uh, their services were even up there. They wanted to check whether people would sign up. Simple landing page, same with Buffer. Uh, simple landing page. Others might be a bit more complex, uh, you know, like bare-bones features, uh, where you put, put up there and see whether, um, you know, people uh, use it, what sort of feedback you're getting. So there are different state levels of MVPs. With, with, with every MVP that you put out there, it's to learn from the customer or the user.
0: And you say this doesn't just apply to tech companies, it applies to, um, to kind of other processes as well. I think I've got an example, I'm gonna be doing, a, well I'm planning on doing a project in the future called a, a jugglinglive.com, which is where I live stream uh, juggling conventions and circus skills festivals from around the uh, U- UK and around the world. I took a year off last year because I was d- having a baby and uh, and, couldn't, and couldn't travel and things. Whereas this year I'm hopefully gonna go to the BJC, so I asked people, do people want juggling live? And they said yes, and now I've said, will people buy the DVD if I put it on uh, Indiegogo, like Kickstarter kind of project? And a few people said yes, so now I'm doing a, a Kickstarter.
1: I think Indiegogo or K- Kickstarter are a good way as well, because you can see whether people would pay for something before even going for it. I think uh, with, with asking people implicitly, would you, people are always inclined to say yes. But if you d- see what they do and not what they say... That would that would give you better feedback, and this is where the feedback comes in. You know, like wh- what are they actually doing? Uh, that's a good um, sign. So
0: then my next step is now to launch the Indiegogo campaign and uh, see how many people buy the DVD and the other packages that I've got. And yeah. if not enough people do it, I I won't go to the well, I will go to the BJC, I'm going
1: anyway, but I won't do the video work from yeah, there. That's quite simple, you know, so you know how many people are, are interested whether you've actually got like a product over there that you can then put your time and effort into and take it from there, yeah? So you said you have a project
0: coming up, that you, you run the the Lean Startup Group. Um, do you want to just say a, b- a
1: bit about that and what your plans are for the future, the big plans for this year? Yeah, so uh, the Lean Startup Group's been going since April 2012. Uh, we've grown from... A sizeable, a sizeable group now we started with seven members and now we're about 220 odd members in the group um we've had like big speakers like eric reese and uh, alistair Croll. and oh yeah just to say that if you want to watch, see the event without uh, with eric
0: reese I, I live streamed it and it's actually on the northology blog northology blog and youtube channel just if you want to catch up with that
1: so we, yeah, so we've had big speakers come in and give talks. We've had good turnouts at meetups. Uh, the whole aim of this group is to get um, the lean principles embedded within startups, so people know that you know they can still um, move forward and launch stuff and learn from uh, their customers, um, and also to build the community effectively. Um, that's one of the group, uh, aims of the of this group. Um, where we're going this year, yeah. So we we've partnered up with ThoughtWorks, uh, ThoughtWorks North. Um, and um, they're sponsoring us with the venue, and also with guiding us how we progress with the group. Um, we are we are planning a conference later this year, so if you want to come to that, yeah, yeah. So so just say where where the me- the group meets. It meets at ThoughtWorks in Piccadilly now, once a Thought month. In Piccadilly, once a month, on the first Tuesday of each month.
0: Yeah. So, we've missed January this time, but February is the next one.
1: Yeah, so uh, on, it's on meetup.com. Uh, if you look for the Manchester Lean Startup Group, you should be able to find it. Yeah, that's good. So, tell us about this uh, conference which is uh, coming up. Is it in the autumn you, you're yeah, planning it? So, we've planned uh, a conference called LeanConf, which is one of the first conferences uh, about Lean in Manchester and also the north of the UK. Um, it's happening in October 2013, so I'm still saying 2012, 2013, and yeah, we're quite excited about it. We're currently looking at the logistics around the speakers, venues, etc. We've got about 100 people already signed up uh, who are interested in attending LeanConf. Um, They've said they're interested. They've not said they're definitely going to be there. You know, tickets are next. Isn't it? Exactly. So the next step, when we put up the ticket prices that, and the ticket sales, we'll see how that measures up as well. Um, but yeah. With with something like this, we aim to get people from all different startup hubs around UK and Europe into Manchester, basically crowd place up, and see um, you know get people interacting with each other and um, networking and also learning uh, about Lean.
0: And so, are you going to? Is this going to just be like a tech startup kind of conference? Or are you hopefully going to widen it
1: out to other businesses and products and services as well? It's open to everyone, really. But um, We'd be, I'd say we'd be a bit biased towards the tech side of things because for us, at least, at least for me, uh, a tech startup is easier to learn from because things you can, you can deploy stuff really quickly with, with the ease of the internet and analytic packages and all that kind of thing. So uh, for us, we talk about things from a tech startup point of view. Uh, but there 's things like lean uh, government and you know lean in big corporations and things like that, so lean methodology is, is uh, applicable everywhere so it's just to, just to come back to my example i i did this uh before
0: christmas as well i i was thinking of starting a crowd a crowdfunding uh show podcast uh, video show and i bought a crowdfunder tv and the, and, the, and and you know got things and then when i actually put it out there as an idea it got very very little interest at all i thought it was going to be you know like uh, people wanted to follow the the latest uh you know indiegogo and kickstarter s- s- uh, things no interest so i 'm not going to do that anymore so
1: it 's also, uh, also good to understand why people are not interested because then you can challenge your assumptions that way. you can say, okay, I, I think people like this, but then when they don 't do it, you can ask them what do they do to uh, solve that problem that you 're trying to solve where do they go to find you know are they even interested in Kickstarter projects for that matter? You see what i mean so it 's a bit like that, so you, you, you are constantly Getting out of the building, as, as they say. Yeah.
0: No, that's great. So, where can people find out more about this conference? And uh, have you got, you, I don't
1: suppose you've got a venue or speakers and things lined up yet? It's in progress. It's in progress. We've just had a productive meeting today with, with the, the other co organizers, uh, Andrew, Ben, and Kate. So, yeah, we're getting there. Um, there, there. There is a site up where you can register your interest right now. It's at signup.leanconf.co.uk. Uh, and yeah, sign up there, and uh, we'll email you more details as we know it. Excellent. Yes, yeah, so I hope people
0: get in involved in that. I'm going to be there with uh, videoing it, probably with Northology. Well, we'll see where that goes, but I am going to be involved uh, later on in the year. It's a bit early for me to get involved now, there. So, um, well, thank you very much, uh, Manuel. Uh, it's been nice to so, Anything else? Any gems of wisdom that you want to put, say or any other news or events you want to promote?
1: Nothing at the moment, but yeah, if you want to come down to uh, our Lean Startup group, it's on um, the first Tuesday of each month at uh, ThoughtWorks Piccadilly. Sign up on meetup.com.
0: Excellent. So, um, well, that brings us on to the, uh, to the next part of uh, the podcast, which is um, what's on this week in Manchester. So on Thursday the 17th, uh, all days the open day at Tech Club Manchester, uh, come along. Uh, I'm probably going to be there tomorrow. Uh, meet the guys, see what the see what's what, see what's happening there. Uh, open day. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure when it starts, but I'm going to get there about 10 o'clock tomorrow. So hopefully I'll see some of you there. Now you do Friday the 18th. There
1: you go. Yep. Uh, so on Friday the 18th we got Manchester in. Uh, Internet entrepreneurs meet up with a location to be confirmed. I think it's at Jukes 92 again, that's at 12.30. Okay, and then you have the Tech Basin Beers, which is at a
0: venue which is yet to be announced as well. Well, um, yeah, just check out the Tech Basin Beers um, uh, 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 website. You can find the details on Northology.com slash events for all of these. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sunday the uh, 20th,
1: uh, is that not happening now? Uh, it was meant to be a founder-centric uh, workshop with Robert Fitzpatrick from London. Uh, he runs a startup called Dexio, uh, and he was meant to be coming in. Unfortunately, not much demand up here. Oh, right, Okay, people are broken January, so... Okay, yeah. This is the thing. I put events on the calendar, but I don't always get to delete
0: them when they've been canceled. Uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, on Monday 21st, we've got the Android uh, Manchester meetup at Madland at 7.30pm
1: and on Tuesday the 22nd it's crowdfunding equity seminar at 1 Portland Street followed by the at 10 a.m. and then at 6.30 p.m. on the Tuesday it's the Manchester Cocho 3 at Tech Club Manchester Yeah, on Thursday the 24th
0: of January we have another open day at Tech Club Manchester and then on Friday the 25th even more beers somewhere in the Tech Basin or the, uh, in the uh, North um, uh, yeah so that's that's the next week in uh manchester um yeah i think we'll leave it there so again I, like i say at the end of every week uh feedback would be great uh, send me some feedback um any questions that you've got uh, for me you can email at nathan at northology dot com or you can follow northology on twitter or you can follow me on twitter i'm at nathan ray spelled r-a-e who are you, who if people want to get involved with um uh get into contact with you manuel where do they get involved you
1: can e- either email me at manuel m-a-n-u-e-l at digital hyphen tonic.co.uk that's your kind of consultancy digital tonic thing Or they can tweet me at digital underscore tonic
0: so yeah get in touch Touch. okay yeah so um yeah get in touch uh if you can uh do me a favor and uh tweet this out when you've when you've listened to it if you think it's worth uh tweeting out or emailing or putting on facebook uh please do that also um reviews on itunes uh there's an itunes link now on the on the home page of northology if you can click on that and leave a review on itunes that really helps and um yeah just uh help spread the word if you like what I'm doing, uh, spread it and we'll grow the audience. Um, if you've got a project that you want to talk to me about or feature on the podcast or an event that you'd like to promote, again, just email me. and Nathan at Northology.com. Thanks for listening and I will see you all next week.